but we really are glad you're here this morning. It's going to be a good day. It's always a special day when we get to baptize. Uh, we're going to start with prayer, and this is what I want to ask you to do. You're welcome to come up here and use this stage as an altar, but we want to offer this gathering, and we want to offer our whole year to the Lord this morning. We're going to start with prayer, okay? Um, Miss Barbara Trevino is sitting in the back back here, um, and this week she got a, a cancer diagnosis, and we're going to start with praying for her as well. So if you will, go ahead and move around. We're, we're going to start right off the bat. Go ahead and move around. If some people want to go back there and pray over Miss Barbara, I want to invite you to do that. If you don't know who Miss Barbara is, follow the crowd. They're headed there now. And if you want to come up here and pray for God to have his way up here, you're welcome to do that as well. But let's, let's pray together. Father, we come to you this morning and we are so grateful for all that you did over the past year. These are times when we think back. And, and we're just so thankful for how you've blessed each one of us individually and also collectively as a body, just how you've blessed the ministry of the bridge over the past year. But we are convinced that there's more to do and there's more to come. And your depths are endless in knowing you and following you. So we beg for for more of a glimpse of you in 2023. And we, we beg to see your kingdom press forward and your, your kingdom move on and us to get to experience your presence even more in 2023. We pray over this gathering today. It's not ours, it's yours. We're not gathered here to see performances. We're not gathered here for a show. We're gathered to worship the king. And none of us in this room are him. It's okay if we don't get our way. It's not okay if you don't get yours. So have your way. These are your songs that we sing. They are for you and to you. They are not for us or to us. We pray that you would speak through your word supernaturally. We are weak. We are limited in our speaking and in our hearing. We need your help. Will you speak to souls in a way that only you can? Will you speak to every person in a way that only you can today? Your word is powerful. We believe that. Your word is true. Every single word is true and important. Have your way in it. As we baptize, we, we pray that it would be a, a time of worship as well as we celebrate that you are still on the move and that you are still saving people, rescuing people out of the depths. As we take communion, we pray that we would do it your way. And as we do that, you would, you would use our time at the table together to proclaim your work to a lost world. Father, I lift up my sister, Miss Barbara, to you. Nobody is ever prepared to hear words like that. But we know you do what you want. And we pray for healing. Cancer is not bigger than you or over you. It's under you. We pray for her family. That you would grant her and each one of them incredible peace that they don't even understand. I pray that, that it wouldn't just be her biological family that she recognizes as walking with her, but but her family, called the church, would walk as well. 
We pray these things not trusting in the power of words that we call prayer, but in the person who hears it. We need you. Do whatever you want today and every other day. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, we have the privilege of starting our gathering with a baptism. This is Miss Remy Riddle, and I'm going to let her, yeah, I'm going to let her parents tell you the story. Uh, family, we're, we're laid back here. If y'all want to gather around, if you want to move around to take video, you're welcome to do that. Um, Sarah, Tyler. So this is Remy, and she came to me about a month ago before bed, and she said, Mom, I think I want to be baptized. And so I asked her if she knew what that meant, was it the decision that you made before. And she was like, eh. So we uh, went through just everything that God's done. Um, sorry. I told her that... Um, Sin was brought into this world um, in the garden and that we all have a debt that we can't pay and that Jesus came to pay that debt for us. And she said, Mom, I'm really glad he did that. And I said, me too. Um, but we uh, asked her if she was ready to make that decision and she said she wanted to think about it. So she thought about it for about two days and then she came to us at the lunch table at my parents' house with kids running around and craziness going on. And she was like, Mom, I think I'm ready now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we went into a back bedroom and, and uh, talked it through. And she, she prayed and asked Jesus into her heart. And uh, she's been super excited to be baptized ever since. She has been counting down the days, um, asking me, is it this Sunday? Is it this Sunday? So uh, we're really excited for her. Um, on her uh, handkerchief, we wrote um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And Ephesians three twenty through 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory. Uh, we wrote these on here, Rumi, because these verses have been so true for us in the last couple years. Um, our motto has been just say yes. When God asks you to do something, say yes. Even if you're scared, even if you don't know what's going to happen, even if you think there's no way I can do this. Just say yes. Don't trust in yourself. Lean on him. And then when you say yes, he will do exceedingly and abundantly more. Okay. You ready? Remy, who is Jesus to you? My Lord and Savior. All right. What a great way to start the new year. I'm so proud of you, Remy, for stepping up saying, yes, yes, I will. I'll follow you. I'll lift your name high. And it's just been an honor and a blessing to see Jesus work in Remy's life. We have... But we have the privilege of being up here with Sarah, and we see, we get to see Remy and, and her sisters here uh, all the time, and we have seen Jesus transform her before our eyes, and uh, we're really, really thankful for that. Merry Christmas. Can I say that still? Um, the decorations are still up out in the lobby. Thank you, especially, uh, thank you, Katie and your mom. Miss Simmering, for uh, the hard work and effort that you put in, make sure you let them know how much we love and appreciate them for that. It is 2023. I am crazy enough to stand up here and even tell you that I did make it. My kids made sure that we made it. It was a struggle into the new year last night, and uh, Georgia had something to do with that as well. Um, some of y'all watched it. Some of you checked it this morning. 
But um, did you get what you wanted for Christmas? Did you know, yeah. <laughs> I did too. Did you get what you needed? Did you get what you needed? I did too. I bought. I actually brought some of the gifts that I got for Christmas, and I didn't just bring some of the gifts that I got this Christmas. I even brought some of the gifts that I have received in the, the years past. But before I share them with you today, I want to tell you about a friend I have. Actually, it's a friend. It's a family of friends that we have. Uh, this brother came to know the Lord a few years ago, and uh, Jesus uh, just changed his life, has been working in his life. And, you know, it's not just that family of friends, but many more that Jesus has raised up. Some of you are sitting in this room who has given to me and my family exponentially way more than we could ever pay you back. And uh, that is these friends that I'm going to tell you about. I have a couple gifts from them uh, that I'm going to share with you. And, um, you know, it's overwhelming sometimes, and we've been talking about this at our house. You got these people that just bless you, and you're inclined to, well, oh, I, they gave me this. I've got to get them this back. And you know what? It can be a trap it, it, that you get caught in, and, you know, most of the time, if you're the giver, you don't, you're not really, you're not wanting anything in return. You're just wanting to bless, and that's our God, and uh, we need to trust him. And so I want to go, without further ado, I want to share some of the gifts I've had in years past. Some of you may have eyed these up here on the stage, and you're like, what in the world? For a man who is here, I see a welder out there. He knows exactly what, these are good, thick cables. And um, this is a gift that I received a couple years back. And uh, y'all may not think it's special, but it is. I mean, the man hooked, uh, hooked me up. He knew I wanted them, and he snuck around behind me, and he gave me some. Um, in case you don't know, they have a ground, black ground, and a red positive. If you, that's a little booster cable 101. Um, but probably the coolest feature is from one end to the other. One, they're, another thing, they're long. They, they reach out. They can help folks. But... On here, from one end to the other, on both the positive and the negative, the neutral and the positive, it says, property of Kirk Owens. And so, I'm really proud of, of, of these. These are a gift from years back. Three years ago, down at the Merriman, I preached, I asked for these Bose noise cancellation headphones. I asked for these. I happened to get to the mailbox before Christmas and cut them off and knew what they were. And I needed to be on the roof blowing leaves that afternoon. I put these on. I snapped a picture of my wife. And I said, hee, 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 Merry Christmas to me. And I was up there, y'all, jamming out. And the first song, uh, the first song that came through these, I'll never forget it, was I Am Who You Say I Am. Let's practice that for a second. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Guess what? We're going to get to sing that today if Sarah will play it. So, Sarah and Beth. So, yes, those are some of the gifts. I also got, I think this is next in line, I got this boat prop. <laughs> and um, this came from my son, Jakin. I treasure it. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to push us around on some rivers. And so I love that. I've got another friend. He heard y'all making fun of me, or God did. Heard y'all making fun of me. Y'all have seen me wear these everywhere, and you made fun of me. This brother blessed me with the little buds. That go in my ear. So if you're not, I've even had Chris, other people make fun of me for I, I drive with them. They said, that's not even legal for you to be driving with noise cancellation headphones. And it has almost bit me a few times. Um, so those are a few gifts. I got a couple more. Um, Carly gave me a pair of long johns. I didn't bring them this morning. 
And it's hot enough outside, I didn't wear them. But you, if you don't know what long johns are, you need to get some. These were the really good ones, y'all. This was a, one of my favorite gifts. Long handles may make sense to you. But a really cool thing, one of my favorite gifts among many that I got this Christmas, my daughter Annabelle sitting over here made me this little painting. And I see Rylan sitting on the front row. He's tagged out in September, I think. And, uh, and she, she painted these geese coming in and, and these tre- this tree. And it just looks like the, 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 the tree is just praising the Lord. And I love that. And, and she put me a little shed on the ground right there, a deer antler shed on the ground right there. I, probably being funny, saying, well, at least you found a deer horn in the woods. You hadn't brought any horns home. But what, what I love about this is her Uncle Dustin began a series last week in the book of John. You're going to title it, Who is Jesus? Is that right? And God does this all the time. He had my daughter pin on there, John 1-3, not knowing, not having a clue that that's where, Dar- or where <laughs> Dustin would be preaching last week. And uh, that's where we're at in the journey is in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. All things were created through him. Jesus right on time, right? And, and I just love it when that happens. And so without further ado, we need to jump in. We got some ground to cover. Um, Jesus shows up and confirms himself many, many times for us. And I want to thank him and praise him for that. Will you pray with me? This morning, Father, I just come to you and I bow and I praise you for all the goodness that you are. You are the gift, Jesus, and uh, it is all about you. Get me out of the way today. Proclaim your word through me. Uh, Do what you want to do like Dustin prayed. This is not our gig. It's all your plan, and we need you. Come and have your way in this place today. Holy Spirit, help us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so in John, I'm just going to kind of briefly run through where we're at today. Uh, Dustin went over the word, became flesh, and dwelt among us. And um, and then he, he, he pointed out that in the light shines in the darkness, yet the darkness did not overcome. Remember we lit some candles last week? Got wax everywhere, had fun doing it. <laughs> uh, Jesus was in the world in verse 10 in John chapter 1, and the world was created through him, yet the world did not recognize him. Folks, we better recognize that Jesus is God and that he came and that he's here and he's at work. And he's coming again. And I am blessed and honored that he would choose me as one of his children. And humbled by that. Pick up with me in verse 14. We're going to read a few verses and it's going to set the stage. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. Verse 14, the word became flesh And dwelt among us, Emmanuel, God with us. We observed his glory. The glory is the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, this is the one of whom I said, the one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Verse 16, indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is himself God. Y'all, Jesus is God. says it right there. And is at the Father's side. Jesus has revealed him. And so before I encourage you, yes, this is one of those New Year's Day. I'm going to encourage us, myself, my family, you to be in the Word of God. Because the word became flesh and dwelt among. In the beginning was the word. And we need Jesus and his word. That is the primary way that he speaks to us. And uh, indeed, we've all received grace upon grace. It says right there that 
Jesus came as grace and truth. He brought grace and truth. Says it twice. He repeats it. It's two times. Verse 14 and 17. And by the way, what is grace? What is grace? Anybody? God's power and, and his gift. Basically, yes, it is God giving you, me, what we don't deserve. What we don't deserve. What is truth? He, he brought grace and truth. He offered hope. He provided a way. That's grace. Truth. Truth. Get this Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of truth. It says, fidelity to an original or to a standard. Who is the original originator? By him, all things were created through him. It's Jesus. Truth. Jesus is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that he says that through John 14. In John chapter 14 and verse 6. And so, he was full of grace and truth. And aren't you glad that Jesus has continued to show mercy on us and give us grace and grace upon grace? I know that's some of y'all's life verses back there, and uh, it needs to be for all of us. He's extended so much grace and truth to us, and he's given us grace upon grace, all oh, that we might extend it uh, to others. And y'all, the year is 23. Would you look at the patience of the Lord Jesus Christ that he is having with us. Dustin and I talk about this all the time here downtown. We can't understand why in the world that the Lord Jesus, knowing how sinful we are, knowing how wicked and, and jacked up we are, that he would really want to have anything to do with us. But he gives us grace upon grace. He loves us. He offers us a hope. He offers us life. And... Um, that's what matters. I asked Sarah's dad to pray for me in the back room, and he prayed in the name of Jesus. He said, it's all about Jesus. If we don't get that Jesus is God, then we, can't, then we have no hope as Christians. If, if, if our hope is not in Jesus, if he's not the one, if he's not the one that we're clinging to, hoping, to, hoping in, trusting in, we have no hope. And he is God. There's a lot of voices out there that will tell you differently, but our God is Jesus. And if the Trinity confuses you, what I tell my disciples, what I tell you, probably told some of you in here, focus on Jesus. You will never go wrong with Jesus. And it says it in there, there in that verse, uh, no one's ever seen God, the one and only Son who is himself God, there it is. Jesus is God. A great biblical example, I put it on the screen, where what it means to be full of grace and truth. Here it is. From James chapter 1, James chapter 1, 21 and 22. Verse 21, therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and evil that is prevalent, Humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Look at that. We re, if we will repent and humble ourselves and we receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls. There it is. There's grace. There's truth. And then it follows it up with another truth. But be doers of the word, not just hearers only. So, yes, we have to take the word, but, yes, we have to apply it. It's a great, one great biblical example of grace and truth. We're going to have another one later. But, um, you know, you know, I didn't just bring these for one uh, point. Um, there was a time in my life that you hear about people being in chains, being in bondage to their sin, and just being enslaved. And uh, just being, wandering through life with no purpose. Y'all, I stand up here today and tell you that was me. That was me. And, man, it was ugly. Instead of having positive to push around, I was shocking people. And it got so bad that... It was a shock no more 
they knew who I was and they knew that I was no count. I was selfish. I was living without aim and purpose. I was passionate. I carried these around proudly. Look how ugly I was, y'all. And y'all, I grounded myself in whatever my senses, whatever I could do in my natural man, whatever I saw that looked good, I went there. Whatever I smelled, tasted, whatever I wanted to listen to, whatever I heard, that's what I was grounded in. Piping junk into my ears that death and destruction was the end result. Something had to happen. And I carried these around, and everyone knew it but me. I was blind and uh, ugly. And, man, other night I had the opportunity to go see the Razorbacks in Memphis, Tennessee. Jason went with me. And, man, it was good. I didn't want to go. But I felt like we should go, so we went. And some of you were there also. And um, I saw my old self there. I saw my new self there. I saw my old self there. And I had thoughts in my heart and my mind about some of the things that I saw that was sinful. I I was judging. I was uh, forgetting where I came from. Uh. I was seeing how people were conducting themselves, and I was pointing the finger in my heart saying, man, I can't believe they're doing that. I can't believe those T-shirts say that on the back in front of them anymore, or this day and age. And the Lord just gently said, oh, yeah, remember that T-shirt you used to wear to the Razorback game when you went to Tennessee to Knoxville to see that six-overtime game? I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I remember. And so I saw, my, I saw my chained up, cabled up, green as a gourd, lime green, ugly self the other night. But then I, God gave me eyes to see his goodness all around me. You know what? If, if you want to look, he's there. He's there. He, he's everywhere. And um, you know what happened to me? What happened to me to get me to that point? Grace and truth came my way. God used other people like you, just like he's using other people in your life, to bring you grace and truth. You don't deserve it, but he's bringing it. He's bringing you grace. He's bringing you the truth. He's getting you in line with what, where you need to be. In the journey called life for the hope of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Y'all, he set me on fire. He hooked me up, so to speak. He hooked me up. And I was grounded in him when that happened. No longer grounded in what I wanted, who I was and who I wanted to be. Uh, And then actually this property of Kirk Owens became property of the Lord Jesus Christ. And... Now I'm just a conduit, a vessel for him to flow through and to boost, hopefully, you today. Hopefully, for the rest of my life. And um, I I just thank you uh, for being here today so we can journey through this together. Now, I just want to point you, as you go into the new year, if you need a steady diet of the Word of God and what this means to you and what it should be a good starter place for you and I know some of the life groups have been working through this is Psalm 119 it is the longest chapter in the Bible and take a deep breath I'm not going to read it today I want you to go home and read it but you know what the Lord's so good Um, he, he gives us this amazing gift the word of God And uh, Psalm 119 is a guide of what it looks like to live the blessed life through Jesus Christ. I know some of you are very familiar with 119. It's a good place to camp if you're looking for a place to start. 
the thing is, and I'll say it again, is start somewhere. Get somewhere and stay consistent. Not looking for perfection, but consistency. Y'all, this book right here, the Word of God, is one of the greatest gifts that could ever that, that was ever given. Jesus is the greatest. Jesus is the Word. So it is the greatest. The Holy Spirit intercedes, speaks through his word, inspired men to write this for you. For you. It's for you. Y'all, this is the owner's manual. This is the instructions manual. You know, a lot of us men, we like to get something for Christmas, for our kids get something for Christmas, and we uh, take that box and set it in the floor and be like, I got this. I don't need to read the instruction manual. You look at a picture, and the problem with looking at the picture is you, 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 get things out of order and you start to do things in the wrong order and man I tell you what Jesus can humble you and he can get you back to the owner's manual the instruction manual the love letter this is a mirror y'all this shows us who we are it shows us who Jesus is and it show, it gives us an opportunity to look in the mirror and see where we are in our journey with Jesus and another thing that I was taught when uh I was growing up and still growing up and growing out is this is like blinders. You put this on, uh, you, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you stay in his word, and it keeps you laser focused to the finish line of Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. He keeps us from looking around at what everybody else is doing and gets us right vertically with him so that we can deal with what's going on horizontally. We're right vertically through his word, and it keeps us from being distracted. Um, blinders. Some of y'all might, the Kentucky Derby will be here before you know it. Some of you might like horses. We like watching horse races at my house. And some of those horses get distracted. And they have to put blinders on them. You'll see them, they're little cups on their eyes. And it keeps them focused straight ahead. And uh, it keeps them from getting distracted of what the crowd is saying and what they're, what they're doing. And helps them run the race. Y'all, this word of God will do that for you if you'll let it. And uh, I don't bet on horses no more. Uh, I bet on the one who rode the donkey. King Jesus. He's the one. He's the one. He's the only one. Um, Another example of that, y'all, you know these noise cancellation headphones that y'all made fun of and you still do? Um, sometimes we just need to s focus on who, who he says we are. I am who you say I am. And block out whatever it is that's informing you and swaying you and killing and robbing and stealing your joy. Uh, whatever social media, news, opinions of others. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me help us as a people here today and across the world block out noise. Would you give us noise cancellation to where we would only hear from you and follow you and your voice? That is our prayer as your pastors here for ourselves and for you. Um, so... <laughs> God is so good. He gave us Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible. Guess what? For folks like me and you, some of you, he gave us Psalm 19, the Cliff Notes version. Check this out on the screen. The instruction of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. The precepts of the Lord are right. Making the heart glad. The command of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than an abundance of pure gold, and sweeter than honey dripping from a honeycomb. In addition, your servant is warned by them, and keeping them, there is an abundant reward. Who perceives his unintentional sins? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. Moreover, keep your servant from willful sins. Do not let them rule me. Then I will be blameless 
and cleansed from blatant rebellion. Here's a prayer you can pray for me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in 2023, starting today, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Um, Romans 12, 2 says it another way. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How are you going to get your mind renewed this year? It'll come right here. Primarily, mainly, totally. And if it's something else, it's going to line up with this. If it's not, it's not any count. And so, so that you can discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Don't you want that for you and your family? There it is. Um, That's got to be our heart's desire for myself and for us here the family at the Bridge Church. Now, I'm about to do something, but I want to tell you before we do it, it may not be, it may be jacked up. But we're going to try it. And uh, y'all know I'm not afraid to try it, but what... uh. What I want to show you, just as a picture, and God's word don't need any help. It's enough, you know. It's enough. Remember those friends that I told you about? They just give so much, and we can't pay them back. They just lavish it on us. They don't always. They don't only just give me stuff. They give my wife the same thing or better. So whatever I get, she either gets equal or better, and I'm glad. I'm glad because God made us a team. He made us uh, one. He made us one. So, you might have guessed it. What do these say on here? Property of Carly Owens. Wow. Man, y'all are with it today. All right. If you're here today and you're married... Please don't hear me say anything other than stay married, trust Jesus, get in the word, both of you, and it'll be, a, it'll, get, it'll be better for you. It may be painful, but it'll be better. If you're here today and you're not married or you're exploring marriage or you're thinking out there, I can tell you right now, if, if. That, that other one that you're talking to, if they're not grounded, uh-oh, I got the positive there. If they're not grounded in the word of God, cut it off. Cut the cables. Cut them. Babe, let's try to do this. You get yours. I got mine. Jesus, y'all, he put us together and he's woven us together for his glory. And he's hooked us up. He hooked me up. He hooked her up. And then he hooked us up together. To him, to journey through life together. For him and with him. That's right. It's work. It ain't always pretty. It's noisy sometimes. There's injuries. But babe, yeah, hook yours up. Y'all, the Lord Jesus is so good to me that he gave me a wife who is grounded. Every day in Jesus' word. And in my mess and chaos, even when I'm not, I'm still grounded in Jesus and his word. 
Because he's faithful. It don't depend on me. It's not a duty. It's not a ritual that we have to read the word of God. It is that we get to read the word of God. And feed our souls. The ma- oh, a huge major problem today among the church. That is the people that make up God. Is you are starving. We've been eating plushly over the holidays. Look at me. I've gained weight. But if we, we're good at eating meals. Three, four, five, seven a day. But we're poor as a whole. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, he's given us access to this amazing, incredible gift. And we are starving ourselves, literally starving ourselves. Some of you have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and you're wondering why you're staying in one spot. It's because you're a baby. You haven't desired the pure spiritual milk of the word, First Peter, that is able to grow you up and save you. We've done that to tell you that the Lord Jesus hooked us up and give us a hunger for his word. And oh, that he might keep, that we may do our part and continue to be hungry for his word. And then share it with our family. That's God's design, y'all. That's God's design for your marriage. If you got one that's grounded in the word in your, in your marriage and one that's not, it's not going to be the best it can be. I mean, we're not even talking about salvation here. We're assuming both are saved. And you need to feed your soul the Word of God. And so, let's land the plane. (laughs) I know um, I get to rambling. Thank you for your patience. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews... Chapter 4. For the word of God is living and active, is sharper than a do- any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as a separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. No creature is hidden from him, but all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must all give an account. This is one of my favorite passages. And found in the book of Hebrews. And the first thing I want you to see out of here is Jesus' word cuts us. It pierces us. And you know what, y'all? We need to go under the knife daily. We need it. Because I tell you what it'll do. It'll encourage you. It'll strengthen you. It'll push you into Jesus. And we need that. We need to be reminded of our own salvation. We need the gospel preached to us as believers. And if you're not yet saved, it starts with putting your hope and trust in in the Lord Jesus. And this very word that's living and active is coming your way right now. And it's piercing your soul and it's pushing you to Jesus. Not the other way where you try to trust yourself in what you do, but to trust in Jesus and what he does. So we know that Jesus' word cuts and we need to fall into him. Um, get a plan as you tackle this year. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where to read in the Word. I did offer, I, I did, one of my favorite plans is the five-day Bible plan. I put some on this side and on this side, and if you just need me to text you the link, I will. I love it. It's a one-year plan. It's a five-day-a-week plan. It took me and all my chaos and craziness and times that I skipped two years to do it. Is that a big deal? Not when the Word of God is living and active. You know what I read that day was, whatever day it was, God knew where I would be on that day, and it was just exactly what I needed for the journey on that day. It was living and active. It was for me. He knows. He knows right where you are in the journey. The second thing I want you to see is verse 13, no creature is hidden from him. But all things are naked and exposed before the eyes of him and to whom we must all give an account. Y'all, you can run from Jesus. We can run from Jesus, but you can't hide from Jesus. He will chase you down. The hound from heaven will come after you and chase you down. And I'm glad. Aren't you thankful that that's our Father who pursues us relentlessly? Third thing I want you to see Verse 14 and 15. 
Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who was tempted and tested in every way just as we were, are yet without sin. You with me? Our Lord Jesus knows and understands where you are in the journey. He has been here. He was tempted with the same things you are. Let me love on you and tell you he understands. And he is our great high priest. We don't, we don't need the blood of bulls and goats. We don't need another man to go into the Holy of Holies. That curtain was torn in two. That's another sermon. That's a beautiful sermon. The Holy of Holies We got direct access to approach it with boldness to go in before the mercy seat and find grace and find mercy through Jesus. He is our high priest. We don't need anyone else. Jesus. And that's the last uh, of the set of verses. The point I wanted, you can run to Jesus boldly and unashamedly to find grace. And mercy, receive mercy and find grace to help you at the proper time. Aren't you glad? Grace upon grace, there it is. Grace and truth, there it is. Yes, the the word of God is active and sharp. Yes, it pierces. That's the truth. And yes, we can't hide from God. That's truth. But yes, God loves you, and we can approach him with boldness if we come to Jesus and come through Jesus and keep coming to Jesus today and in 2023. All right. Last uh, thing I want to share is there was a gift. I had a, in, in Christmas 2015, seven years ago, I don't know if you remember this, but this might help you remember it. It was like 70 degrees and sunny. Amazing. And was like, hey, let's go to the park over there by Sarah Tyler and Sarah's house. And uh, we went to the park. I remember Sandra Holloway was there that day. Uh, I know many of you know her, and there's many here connected to the intermediate school. She was there that day. We talked to her, and I noticed this young man that was sitting across the playground by himself. I went over and sat with him. And I offered him Jesus' grace and truth. And he said yes to Jesus that day, seven years ago. His name's Zyrell Thomas. And one of the greatest gifts I got this Christmas, Carly sent me, you know, social media can be good. It gets that little time hop thing. Seven years ago, bam, there's a picture. And I'd hoped to have the picture up there. But it wasn't the Lord's will. Me and Zyrell sitting on a swing, Carly captured a picture. Her sending me that time hop memory seven years ago, from seven years ago, on Christmas, I texted him. It was an old number. I started getting numbers from strange numbers. Y'all know how that is on your phone. You don't answer it. I finally answered it the other day because I kept getting the same number. It was Zyrell. And y'all, he's had an extremely difficult year, and he's had an extremely difficult journey. But he's still trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. His mom passed this past year. And uh, man, you want to talk about a blessing to have someone who prayed to receive Jesus? Y'all, it wasn't me. I just got in on the party. But I offered grace and truth the grace and truth of Jesus to Zyrell. And y'all, he said yes. Y'all remember these families that we keep talking about? Some of you are those families who give to us so much. And we want to, we're inclined to try to pay you back. There's no greater example of that than our King Jesus. Look at what he has done for us. Hasn't he been so faithful? Would you consider all he's given us? 
He's given us himself. He's forgiven all of our sins. As far as the east is from the west. He's removed our transgressions. He's given us the Holy Spirit. The wonderful counselor. He died in our place. He's given us peace, joy, hope. He's given us his very word. A love letter to you because he loves you. To tell you he loves you no matter what and he died in your place. He's given us grace upon grace. Y'all, we can never repay or even think about repaying Jesus back for all that he's done for us. It's been paid for. It is finished. It's paid in full. But what can we do? We can run to him. We can trust him. We can follow him. We can obey him. We can receive the implanted word which is able to save your soul. It's for you. Would you receive him today? Are you looking for Jesus? Are you here looking for Jesus today? He's here. He's for you. And he loves you. Rest assured, you can trust him today. If that's you here today, we're about to sing. And we're about to sing the song that we practiced earlier, Who You Say I Am. Come on up. And um, I hope and pray that you heard clearly that the Lord Jesus loves you today. And that you can be, from this day forward, who he says you are. And not what any other voices are saying that are lies, okay? So if you've never given your heart to Jesus, never put your trust in him, I'm going to be right here. And if you want to come down, and I'll point you to Jesus. I hope that's what you've heard me doing all along. And I hope that's what you'll see me doing for the rest of my life from this day forward. It's bringing you the positive message of the Lord Jesus Christ. If not, just sing out and cry out to the King and do whatever Jesus tells you to do today. Father, we love you. Thank you for grace upon grace. We praise you in Jesus' name. Have your way as we finish strong in you. Amen.